You are now listening to episode 8 of season 1 of Life's Wonders. In this episode, I talk to Patricia Cara. You may recognise her as model number 9 on the US version of Deal or No Deal. Perhaps you know her from Days of Our Lives. Or perhaps you're listening to this to find out just who Patricia Cara is. In this episode, we talk about the most famous celebrities she's spoken to, the modern way of auditioning for roles, and Hollywood's deepest, darkest secrets that you thought weren't true. You can visit her website, patriciacara.com. Link is in the description. Enjoy listening about the world of Hollywood. That keep us in the numb rage next to me The comment section's crept up where the front page is meant to be Wake up on a Sunday like come play with my enemies Life was full of wonders in our young days I guess it seems the broadest brush strokes Block the sun rays from getting free I need to be uncrazed Patricia, you have been part of TV series, including Days of Our Lives, Passions, Mad TV, and many other noteworthy shows, alongside video games and reality TV game shows, such as Deal or No Deal, as briefcase model number nine. You have taken your acting talents and placed yourself in a variety of fields. I want to know, which is your preference and why? Which is my preference and why? Um, yeah. Between you mean, acting and hosting and... Yeah, and, and yeah, um, yeah, because you, you cover... Different a, genres. Yeah, you cover quite sure, a variety. Um, I personally, I mean, I love modeling. That's where I started uh, 30 years ago. So I definitely love the modeling side of it. It's always a, a different job, uh, different opportunities. It's, it's great. But my love, my passion is hosting because it's it's more of a lot of spontaneity you don't have written words all the time for hosting some cases you do but usually you get to fly off the cuff and just be spontaneous and improv and interview people and just you never know where it can take you so I love love that aspect of it so that that would probably put hosting as my number one and then modeling and then acting falls in third right okay so Obviously, as a teenager, you was interested in the entertainment industry. And um, what kind of pulled you into that direction in the first place? It, it just, I would, I grew up in Chicago. When I was back in Chicago at like 15, 16 years old, people were like, oh, you should try modeling. And after hearing it uh, for, for some time, I was like, you know what, let me see what it's all about. Let me see, you know, and try. So I started talking with different agencies and just love the aspect, the idea at that time, the idea for me was, wow, I would get to work in the entertainment, but I would get to travel travel all over the world and meet different people and see different cultures. And that's what it became for me. It was not only am I working, but I it's kind of like playtime too. And you're just seeing the world um, while you're working. So uh, that just went hand in hand in my head. And, and it took me to different places. It, like I said, internationally, I got to work internationally. And then I got to move around a lot. I went to Florida, then moved to New York and I've been in LA for the last um, a little over 20 years so wow okay I love that part of it yeah so I just love that part of just there's nothing that's the same it's always a different day even after all these years I love that part of it I just love meeting the different people yeah so you, you kind of paid to travel which a lot of people would envy yes. they'd really want to do that <laughs> themselves <laughs> How... It's hard for me to sit in front of my desk nine to five. That's a tough one for me. Yeah, I don't know no. How people do it, so I give people credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what 
What do you think has changed in the entertainment industry from back when you started out to what it is now? I mean, obviously, we have a lot of social media influences which kind of dominate a large portion of entertainment. It's uh, That's the big part that has changed in the last few years. I mean, it's changed considerably from having the influencers and social media and the reality shows. Um, now you kind of, for me personally, I've lost jobs to uh, more reality TV people and to influencers, which was a big game changer for me. And of course, people that were in film acting all of a sudden started going to TV. TV people started uh, going from acting to hosting and then even to modeling. So it kind of started taking away jobs from someone like me that was consistently doing my thing for the last 30 years. So it's definitely been a game changer and trying to build your social media um, yeah. is part of the process. When I go to auditions now, it's, the questions are what platforms are you on, what social media platforms, and how many followers uh, do you have? Yeah. So that now takes precedence over your talent or how long you've been working or the work you've actually done. So that's been, a, it was a difficult switch over, a change to adapt to, but finally I was like, okay, I need to master social media now. <laughs> so it's starting to be more fun than work for me in my mind. Um, I definitely have just had to make that mental switch in my head and it's it's definitely improved. So still working. I'm lucky enough to still, you know, keep going after all these years. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure it's going to change some more over the years, too. There's more to come, I'm sure, with social media. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh... I mean, I'll bring in another uh, interviewee that uh, I had on a couple of uh, weeks ago, Perez Hilton. And he actually said uh, he feels social media influencers are actually going to be dying out over the next few years. He feels traditional Hollywood stars and actors and actresses will become the next thing again, rather than it being the social media influencers. I mean, would you agree with that kind of statement? Or do you think... I don't know if I see that right now now being yeah. where I'm at and looking at everything I don't know and it'll be interesting to see if that actually does happen I don't see it happening but you just never know which way it'll go so um it'll be interesting to watch yeah maybe, absolutely. maybe he's right maybe he's wrong who knows <laughs> so I mean talking about Hollywood and the kind of you mentioned auditions that you've had where you know social media influence is actually managed to get the part over you who's actually put in years worth of effort um, into what you do so in the competitive universe being hollywood auditions are just a starting point after the initial stages of applying for roles and being chosen for the audition then comes the piloting of an episode for those who are just getting into the you know getting out of acting school um how do you focus your energy on the positives rather than i'm so disappointed that i didn't get that part you have to really it is again a mental thing where you just it's a head game where you have to talk yourself out of those moments of what did I do wrong why didn't I do it this way or that way you just have to kind of block that out losing opportunities to other people and just I've always been in the mindset of even when I was younger just uh, you know there's I think there's a place for everybody there's enough work to go around so you just have to let go of what you might have lost and just keep focusing on moving forward because there is work. It's just a matter of time of finding um, the right time, the right place, the right auditions, the right jobs, the right agents. As long as you're working hard at it, I truly believe it, you can accomplish it. 
sometimes just a little tougher than others. So you just have to keep moving forward and, you know, think about the present day. Okay, what do I need today? What effort can I make to put towards my career? And then just keep going from there instead of, you know, beating yourself up about losing opportunities or not even getting those opportunities. It's interesting that you've said that as well, because in a way, a lot of people that I have spoken to are in your position, who are in the center of all the action in Hollywood. They all kind of have that Mm -hmm. same mentality, whereas people say, for example, who are based in the UK, who are auditioning for, you know, like places in um, London uh, for like small films and tv parts they kind of they kind of say it in a different light they kind of go on the approach of well yeah it's really hard and if you don't get the job then yes it is really disappointing but they don't kind of push that positive barrier so it's interesting to see the divide between how the uk seem to deal with um the strain of not getting a part whereas the us is Mm -hmm. all kind of positivity and it gets pumped into yourself in a way. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it's not always easy. I have to say there are days it's going to hit you harder than others, but you have to find the strength to just with anything else, whether it's entertainment business or anything else, you just have to, I guess, power through. Um, and again, easier said than done. Yeah, but absolutely. you have to find that way because then you become stuck. You get stagnant, you get stuck. And then it spirals downwards. If you don't pull yourself out of that negativity, out of that that, you know, I can't believe that didn't happen or that didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Maybe it didn't work out the way it was supposed to. You know, it was supposed to be this way instead of that way. There's something around the corner for you that's different and maybe better. I mean, you have to just really start thinking that way and make that a habit. That's the key is making that a habit, a a way of your thinking. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I spoke with, uh, are you familiar with uh, Daphne Maxwell-Reed who played... Aunt Viv in The Fresh Principal Air. I spoke to her a couple of weeks back and she is very much the universe is basically what controls what happens to you. And if you don't get the part, it just wasn't your time is her mentality. So yeah, it's really interesting to see the the kind of similarities that you all hold. I, I mentioned before uh, that you're part of Deal or No Deal, which you have been one of the longest participants. In, but in the UK, we, 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 had, we had this very similar way of running Deal or No Deal. Uh, and it actually had cardboard boxes um, opened by the soon-to-be competing individuals. The US obviously has a similar concept, but instead you have the models, such as yourself, opening the briefcases, um, revealing the figures inside. Has been part of the series, helped your career. Obviously, you are now a familiar face on the show. Absolutely, it really has. And by the way, I have seen the one in London. I was there years ago, and yeah. I, I caught it on TV. This was a while back, and I'm like, there it is, Dior No Dior, yes. <laughs> which I think you guys may have been the original deal or no deal i'm not 100 percent sure but i think yeah I th- from you guys maybe i think it was like a tiny yeah i feel we might have started it and then like instantly the u.s jumped on it and obviously as with a lot of things the u.s always seems to get it right or better and it blows up more <laughs> i mean we we've finished ours now deal or no deal ended quite a few years ago for the uk so yours is still going and it goes to show something that you're doing the right thing. Well, it did end for nine years and they brought it back. And yeah. I have to say in those nine years, it was off the air. Well, it was, we had reruns that were playing. So they did continue playing it, but they weren't new shows. Yeah. I can't tell you the popularity of that show. And, and to go back to what you asked me about, if it changed anything for me as far as, yes, I'm more familiar now. People connect me to number nine, which was, is my case number now and then. Um, but it opened other doors. I definitely started getting more hosting opportunities, more modeling opportunities. 
So it did open that door then, and it's opening that door again now. Um, so I am so appreciative and so grateful it came back. Because yeah. honestly, I didn't think they would bring anybody from the uh, original show. So it was a welcoming surprise to you know to be asked to come back. Um, I did have to audition again, but really, it was worth it. so wow. yeah, yeah, they had everybody audition whether you were on the show before or not, everybody had to go through the same exact process. So, you know, it was kind of nerve wracking because you're like, oh my gosh, I was on the show for years and I yeah. even did a second um, deal or no deal. They had a daytime version that was on five days a week and there were two of us on that one. It was played a little differently, but nonetheless, it was deal or no deal. So coming back for, you know, the audition for the, the reboot was interesting, but, you know, I was like, what if I don't get it? Oh my God. You know, just cause I was on it before doesn't mean anything. So luckily I'm back on it again. It's, it's been life-changing personally and professionally. Like I said, it opened the doors, but I've also made the best friendships, the greatest friendships from working on the show back then and now you become like family really. Mm. And I'm really close to the girls. Like we go to each other's birthdays, weddings, baby showers, you <laughs> name it. Yeah. Um, and everybody's really supportive of each other's careers, which has been great to see with so many women being, you know, around each other all the time. People expect us to be hating each other, fighting, mm. and you may get a little bit of that as you would in any family um, with siblings. Yeah. It's the same thing with, with my coworkers, which I consider family. So we definitely, everybody's been very supportive in many ways. It's great. Yeah. And I mean, people obviously watch that show and they probably assume that that is all you guys actually get up to. But really, out, you know, there's a bigger picture. You, <laughs> you do a heck of a lot of uh, different things that people probably aren't even aware of. And I, I just sort of want to bring it back slightly to the, the sort of social media aspect is what we're discussing. I've noted after doing some research that individuals on social media have actually complained about the show and the way that, in their words, exploits models and makes women objects rather than presenters of the series. And I mean, I don't want to get huh. too dark or deep into anything to a level where, no, no, no. where where you know you may be able you know you may get into any trouble so if feel free not to answer this <laughs> but what would you say to people that feel that women are being exploited and made into objects obviously we're in a society that you know equal rights and all that kind of thing is becoming right. the center point of attention. I, it's interesting because I do hear that all the time. And I expected it even before the show came back. And, you know, I expect people to make comments. You're going to get your positive and you're going to get your negative. It's just the way it goes with everything, not just this particular show with all the women. I feel like it's just that's the way our world works that everybody has to find the good and the bad in everything. Absolutely. Um, I don't find it to be that way. And I, being on the show, I can tell you that there is none of that. Um, it really, it, it's, it, the great thing about our show is that all the women have such great backgrounds and mm. you have moms, you have business women, you have, we have one of the girls who's got a PhD. Wow. You have all walks of life, all different ages. I'm one of the oldest girls. I'm, turning 47 this month i'm really the of the group and I, yeah and the no way one is i i believe 19 or 20 is the young 19 is the youngest so you have different ages ethnic groups i mean you have everything yeah so to me i you know i know people are going to say what they're going to want to say but i'm here to tell you it's not that way and 
being on the show, I know personally, it's it's a pretty amazing group. And our show specifically has been um, connecting the, all the ladies to um, more of their, their big part of the show. So you know more, more about their backgrounds yeah. than any other show where they have models on the show. So you'll know more about each each um, lady, you know, num- number one through 26 all have such different backgrounds and you learn about them and you get to know them, whether it's on the personal side or their work life, um, whatever mm. it may be, which is actually the cool thing about social media. You get to learn even a little bit more about each each um, of the ladies. I keep wanting to say girls, but they're not girls. They're ladies. But I keep out of habit. I I always call them girls. So that's where I stutter. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You get to know everybody in a different way. They all have great backgrounds. And in uh, obviously recently, um, it has relaunched, as you said, on MSNBC. And you are the... CNBC. Oh, CNBC. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go then. Um, It all sounds the same. I know. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. When I look at US shows and the the TV networks, they all do sound very, very similar. Um, (laughs) So and you you are the only original member uh, to continue on the show's journey, which is fantastic. I'm I'm the only one that's been on all three shows and on every show. But we do have two uh, other ladies that are from the original. Uh, Megan, who's number six. Yeah. Um, was there for four seasons and Amanda, who's number twenty, was there for the last season of Deal or No Deal on the original. So they have brought back two other two other girls and um so it's actually really cool to be on the show with them, knowing what it was like before, knowing what it's like now, yeah. seeing the similarities, the differences and you know, answering the questions to the other ladies on the show that are new and going through the experience with them has been really, really interesting, but fun and exciting all at the same time. Do you want to maintain your presence on the show until the last ever day uh, for everyone on set? or And does, does it actually motivate you to want to become part of more game shows? Uh, do we want to be part of... Sorry, I didn't understand that question. Yeah, so like for yourself, do you anticipate to stay on that show until the very, very last day, obviously? Yeah. And, and as well, does it also motivate you to want to be part of more game shows as well? Um, I definitely, if they, as long as they keep asking me to come back, I will keep coming back. I, I don't care if Deal or No Deal goes till it's, I'm 99 years old. <laughs> I will go strong until the last day. I love being part of the show for so many yeah. reasons. So yeah, I will continue to be on it. But the great thing is we are able to work on other things as well. Yeah. Um, Because we shoot everything like we just shot all our episodes during the summer. So now we have the rest of the year to work on, you know, whether it's TV, film, print, you know, so we're able to do all these other things. Yeah. Still be on Deal or No Deal. Um, I mean, do do you want to be part of um, any other game shows? Have you got anything in in mind that may sort of take your fancy? Game shows. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we can actually be on other game shows in particular because we are on a game show, so it would be conflict, I guess. Really? On another oh, okay. Game show. But I don't know if a hosting opportunity came up. I would love to host <laughs> anything, whether it's a game show or not. But yeah, as long as I'm on Deal or No Deal, I, I don't think I, I think it conflicts, so we wouldn't be able to do that. Okay. Um, that would be the only thing that would probably we'd have to say no to or you know, make a decision one way or the other. I want to do a little bit of trivia, just a just a tiny little bit. So describe <laughs> okay. an average day in your life. Ooh, an, ev- an average day in my life every day is um, pretty low-key, actually. Okay. Uh, get up and I, yeah, it's um, 
pretty much the same thing. I get my workout in every single day. I get to my auditions. If I'm not auditioning and I have a job, then obviously I go to the job. I talk to my mom practically every day. So that's definitely part of my my day. She's been, you know, sick for the last few years. So Uh I appreciate that time um, talking to her and being with her as much as possible. And time with my husband and obviously along with our show we have uh, events so every day it kind of wraps around work and personal and maybe some downtime of doing nothingness whenever I can fit that in yeah I mean it's great you can actually embed your work life into your personal life as well at least it kind of doesn't all it doesn't consume your life completely uh, which you know I believe people in your position it possibly could who is your favorite actor? Oh, my favorite actor. I always have an answer for that <laughs> uh, in my mind when I'm talking to like amongst friends. And of course, right now I'm thinking who because that for so many different ones. I do love Rachel McAdams. Uh, yep. I've been a ba- big fan of hers for a long time. I love Helen Mirren. She's my all time favorite. Yeah. And I've actually gotten to interview her. And it was really such a great moment. Yes, I was beyond excited she's such a classy lady and she's funny and witty and just i so enjoyed that moment of talking to her it was yeah it was quite the thrill so that's she's been my most memorable just because not only do i really like her and appreciate her work but then having that moment with her and seeing what she's really like in person or at least really like in those few minutes was fantastic who is the biggest celebrity in your eyes that you have ever met and been able to have a conversation with Hmm, the biggest celebrity a tough one because I interview people I've gotten to talk to a lot of people yep I, I the only people that it, it stands out and it goes back to it was part of me interviewing people was both Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones right um, they're they're pretty big and this event that I actually um, interview people on the red carpet is their event that they began um, actually I believe Kirk Douglas started it Whoa. and it's the Motion Picture and Television Fund. They raise money for all the actors that eventually need help down the road as they get older. So they raise money for that and they put on this huge show of Broadway actors and film and TV actors and they bring it together and put on like a big Broadway show so it's pretty cool so there sorry I you asked me a simple question and I give you the longest answers no it's great though it's all it's all you, you kind of um it's good to digress because you you know you're, you're providing some great stories <laughs> Um, yeah, so it goes back to that. I think there are events I always meet, like the the biggest uh, celebrities, and they they're included in that. And the other person I have to throw in is Dick Van Dyke. I used to watch Dick Van Dyke oh, when I was okay. little. Yeah. Um, and got to meet him and interview him, and oh, he's so much fun. He was a yeah. blast. Uh, he's like a little kid, even at his age now. He just has that um, that childlike i don't even know what to call it not behavior but you know that mindset he, yeah, yeah yeah he'll never grow up which is so i love that mentality so i can appreciate that i hope i'm that way when i'm i'm at that age yeah i mean do you ever feel like you could um or you'd want to go back into that uh the world of interviewing uh people is it something that still interests you or are you fine with kind of being out of that circle oh, it's it still it definitely still interests me and i still do it from time to time it's not a regular thing daily but yeah. i still here and there will get jobs where i'm interviewing them on red carpets or press junkets and then for a little while i even had a, a food blog called dish with trish 
Yeah. And I would usually I would do the show on my own, but sometimes I would incorporate an actor or an athlete where we would go to their favorite restaurant and they would introduce me to their favorite dish. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a perfect opportunity to talk to them because they put their guard down. They let their guard down when they're around food. I love the interviewing process around food. I mean, people just let go and all of a sudden they start telling you everything. Well, maybe not everything, but more than the norm. Yeah. They have a microphone in their face on a red carpet. So um, did that for a little bit too. So I, I, I would love to continue doing more of that um, as time goes on. I, I definitely I would love those opportunities to come by even more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you mentioned Dish with Trish. Um, is it something that you you do actually, or are you looking to uh, go back into and sort of revive? Um, I I do would love to revive that. Um, I kind of set it aside when my mom did get sick. So I, yeah. I go back and forth to Chicago a lot to spend time with her. So it was just getting harder and harder to manage everything. But at some point, I absolutely would love it because I love interviewing people but my love for food as well Uh, i am a chicago greek girl and food (laughs) is constantly on my mind Um, i can't cook so what better than to go to great restaurants and eat all the time right yeah absolutely Um, yeah but yeah (laughs) yeah are you a big foodie uh uh, yes i am (laughs) i I am a huge foodie (laughs) (laughs) in fact just before this interview i just ate uh quite a big meal and I started to feel it sick and I was like oh great this is not good for the, just before the interview starts but um <laughs> <laughs> that's I totally understand I get that and I know that feeling well well speaking of food what what's your favorite dish hmm. I I mean obviously I love Greek food being Greek there's a, yeah. a Greek dish called pasticcio um it's a Greek lasagna and it's better than lasagna I know I'm gonna uh, you know get some flack for that from the Italians, but um, the pasticcio is that good. I just had some yesterday, actually. Oh, really? um, but aside from Greek food, I am big on sushi, which in California, we do have great sushi. I love sushi. So we're lucky in that regard. Do yeah. you eat sushi? I do, yeah. I love sushi. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you oh, have anything... so good. Oh, it is. It really is. Do you, do you have anything else, then, that you want to sort of add and talk about, maybe even promote something that we haven't discussed? Um, one of the things that I, it's not out there yet, but I am working on it, um, is my book. Um, yeah. It, it revolves around being in the business. This is my 30th year anniversary. So it revolves wow. around the business. And I do have a lot of people that come to me and ask me, how do I get started? How do I get in in the entertainment business, how do I start modeling? And, and as much as everybody thinks it's glitz and glamour, it is a business. So mm-hmm. the book will be about that. And um, so in all due time, not sure when it'll be out, but I've been working on it for some time. I'm just not much of a writer. I, I love to talk, as you can tell. Um, I love, yeah, it's great though. That's writing what... <laughs> is so tough, but I, I'm working on that. And uh, hopefully that'll help some people out there just to not be caught up in scams or you know you can go down the wrong path um and it's just a book to guide you along the way and give you some of the tools but obviously you have to trust your own instincts as well and be true to yourself but it'll talk about my experiences and what i did and how i went about my process and hopefully that'll help some people out there 
Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you, you mentioned scams there as well. And I think that's very relevant, especially mm-hmm. when, you know, the, the recent um, fire festival that was supposed to take place, which had a lot of social media influences involved in. And then it turned out to be one of the biggest scam festivals in the world, you know, and it, it, it just goes to show that it still happens today. Yeah, that's, that's the hard thing is that there were a lot of name people attached to that. So you think, well, if so-and-so is involved with it, it's got to be legit. It's got to be, you know, the greatest thing on earth. I, I don't know. But you, you tr- sometimes we're too trusting because we recognize a name. But sometimes that person doesn't even know what, you know, the people that are running it all, they get scammed themselves. Not everybody is excused from, from getting scammed, no matter who you are. It, it happens to the best of us. So um, unfortunately, that's part of the process for everybody. You just got to keep your eyes and ears open. And again, trust your instincts. If you see something that doesn't feel right, you really need to just trust that and, you know, make a decision based off of what you know, off what you know. Between facts and, and that gut feeling, you've got to make your decision. Yeah, yeah, without ruining a potential real opportunity as well, which, again, it makes it difficult to, yeah. you know, f- filter out what is real and what isn't. Because, um, I mean, even Kanye West, he recently was a victim to identity fraud. Uh, and you know it was you for what? the yeah it was for a New York Fashion Week event. He had no idea it was for the New York Fashion Week, and I, th- I believe from what my understanding is, there was a deal made by a close friend of Kanye's, or sorry, former close friend of Kanye's. He it was for a million dollars uh, to perform at the NYFW event, but obviously. It wow. wasn't. It wasn't real. It, there was a nine hundred thousand dollars was paid in advance to secure the deal, but obviously it then transpired it wasn't even Kanye signing the paperwork. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So even I the, didn't even hear about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it broke through uh, TMZ. Um, we, we covered it on our uh, website as well, but it, yeah, it was quite a quite a scary thing to think that even someone like him gets affected. Yeah, it definitely happens. Yeah. Why you need to just be aware. 